0: Hello. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare at Home. In today's discussion, we're looking at colic. Let's start by defining colic. A colic is when a baby cries a lot, but there's no obvious cause. It is a common problem that should get better on its own. All babies cry, but a baby may have colic if they cry more than 3 hours a day, 3 days a week for at least 1 week. Colic usually starts when a baby is a few weeks old and stops at four or five months of age. No one knows what causes it, although theories include lactose sensitivity, wind, or painful bowel cramps, or the baby detecting the worry or anxiety of the parents. It may be because babies find it harder to digest food when they are young, or they may be crying because they have problems with food allergies. What signs would you look for to see that a baby has colic? So a baby may have colic if they often start crying suddenly. If the cry is high pitched and nothing the parent does seems to help. If the crying begins at the same time each day, often in the afternoon or evening, and there are physical symptoms that may be associated with this, such as drawing their legs up when they cry, their tummy might look swollen, they might clench their hands, and the face might flush. The crying can last for minutes or for hours and often stops when the baby is exhausted or when they have passed wind or a stool. When would you refer or to the GP or a health professional or a or and a baby who has got colic. You would call NHS one-on-one or the GP if you're worried about the baby. If uh, your pharmacist has referred you to the doctor, then you should see the doctor. If nothing that you're trying seems to be working, then see the doctor. If the you're finding it hard to cope, if the baby is older than four or five months and still seems to have severe symptoms of colic if they're failing to thrive or if you feel that you are suffering from postnatal depression yourself then you should see the doctor you should refer to E or call 999 if the baby has a weak or high-pitched cry or if the baby's cry does not sound like their normal cry now failure to thrive is hard to assess signs to look for would be around the general appearance of the baby their alertness and their responsiveness a floppy baby with reduced alertness or responsiveness would require meningeal symptoms to be ruled out and if there are concerns just refer to the gp or health visitor Postnatal depression is also a referral criterion because colic is often associated with anxiety of parents. Postnatal depression presents with similar symptoms to general depression, but with some variation. So symptoms would include low mood and loss of enjoyment, anxiety, disturbed sleep and eating patterns, poor concentration, low self-esteem, low energy levels, and loss of libido. Uh, having said that, the baby does not usually need to see a doctor if they have colic the health visitor is normally very good at providing the required advice and support the nhs also offers some additional guidance on its website this includes the advice to hold or cuddle the baby when they're crying a lot to sit or hold the baby upright during feeding to stop them swallowing air to wind the baby after foods, to gently rock the baby over a shoulder, gently rock the baby in their Moses basket or crib or push them in their pram. Uh, But the baby in a warm bath and have some gentle white noise like the radio or television in the background to distract the baby. And make sure that you keep feeding the baby as usual. If all of these are not helping, you can get additional support by calling the Crisis Helpline on 0845-122-8669. They're open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. In addition to this, you might want to see a pharmacist and they will give you a range of advice, including the need to hold the baby in an upright position to help any wind to pass. Some pharmacists might sell du- dummies and you can buy these, although other health prof- some other health professionals do not recommend them. If you're breastfeeding, they would recommend that you allow the baby to finish one breast before offering the second. But if you are bottle feeding, they ask you to ensure that the hole in the teeth is the correct size. Uh, If it's too large, for instance, the baby may feed too quickly and gulp in a lot of air, which will result in colic. If you can, take a break. Let friends or family help look after the baby. The attitude of the parents is important, and if they can relax and be less anxious, this may also help the baby. Some people recommend baby massage, but you need to make sure that these oils are safe for the baby. And avoid overstimulation of the baby by not jiggling, lifting, or patting a baby too much if they're less than three months old. Questions may also be asked about over-the-counter treatment options from pharmacies. They generally fall into three groups. The first group are anti-forming agents, which contain cymethequin. For instance dentinox and infocol there's little evidence to show that these drops actually help in colic but simethicone is not systemically absorbed and so it is safe from birth and may be an option if you are desperate to try something as a treatment the second type of over-the-counter product would be grape water which contains sodium bicarbonate and herbal aromatic oils uh, once again, there is little evidence for its effectiveness. And so if you're going to use it, just be conscious that it's not a proven treatment. The third group that has actually been shown to work are whey hydrolyzed formula milks. And they have been shown to ease symptoms but must only be given on the recommendation of a healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. Examples include Nutramigen and Pepti Junior. However, if the mother is breastfeeding, it is strongly encouraged that she continues doing so and not rely on formula milk. There are other recommendations for which there is very little evidence. So, there is little evidence that herbal and probiotic supplements work. And no studies have actually been carried out for the second type of advice, which suggests that if you're breastfeeding, you should avoid items in the diet that may upset the baby such as caffeine, alcohol, spicy foods, chocolate or dairy products. The evidence on this is weak at the minute because no actual studies have been carried out. There is also no evidence that applying gentle pressure to the baby's spine, which is called spinal manipulation or the skull, uh, cranial osteopathy is of any use. Thanks a lot for listening to this. We hope to see you again next time.